0: in the name of jesus heavenly father we come before your precious word with joy tonight with joy in our hearts with expectation to be blessed by your word I pray for everybody connected to this service tonight. That revealed knowledge is granted you. Veils fall off clarity comes by the teaching of the word. I decree that the word of God builds up and equips your people tonight. And Lord we rejoice that tonight sick bodies are healed. And your people by the end of this service are the better for it. So we give you praise for answer prayer. In Jesus precious name and every believer sees it powerfully. Amen. And every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service tonight by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and all of you connected in Akwaibom State by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Akwaibom, UniUyo FM, Heritage FM, Inspiration FM. We're so glad to have everybody connected to this service. Hey guys, on radio, call a friend, call a family, call somebody by your neighborhood. Ask them to tune to this radio station. Life is flowing through the airwaves. We're going to have a great time of studying the word of his grace. Social media community let's do it like we've always done it. Help us share the video on your page. Create watch parties. Drop them into as many groups are on your page. You know, join more groups and just push it there. Then put them also on monogram, telegram, whatsapp groups. Let's flood the entire bloomable planet with the good news of the gospel of Christ. And thank you for making it happen tonight. Our campuses and house centers, so good to have everybody connected. Hey, guys. You grab a pen, a notebook, your Bible, and you can be seated with your sweet, smart self tonight as we get into the word of his grace.
1: Mm, 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 mm.
0: Praise God! All right, we started establishing a foundation yesterday on why things happen the way that they happen on earth. Why things happen the way that they happen, and we said we're going to be examining the sovereignty of God. And we will look at the mind of God and we will be studying the plan of God for humanity. We are going to be answering some very important questions. Questions that sometimes when people ask you find difficult to explain. You know, questions that throw you off balance sometimes. We're going to be looking at them critically from the study of God's word. We established that the study of God is called theology. The study of Christ is called christology the study of the holy spirit is called pneumatology the study of the books of the bible is called bibliology and then we have the study of end time events which is called eschatology and we took time to say these are very important subjects of the scriptures and we established that the study of the bible hinges on christ Christology unveils the revelation of God to humanity. Jesus reveals the father to us. Jesus said, he that has seen me has seen the father. So our study of the scriptures has a bias and the bias is centered on the person of the Christ. Second Timothy 3.15, brother Paul writes to Timothy and says to Timothy, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Salvation is faith in Christ Jesus. Next verse all scripture the word passagraphy it means the entirety and that's why we say in bible study you must read the whole bible together to arrive at the destination of the message of the scriptures so all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable it is only profitable advantageous or useful the study of scriptures will only be profitable advantageous or useful when it is taught the word doctrine for teaching or explanation the scriptures are profitable for teaching or explanation number two they are profitable for reproof the word reproof there it means for evidence the scriptures gives us the evidence for our faith the evidence for our faith And when the evidence of scripture, which is Christ, is revealed to us, it brings a readjustment of the mind, which is what we call correction. And then the fourth profit of teaching and explaining the scriptures will be instruction in righteousness, which is what we mean by spiritual growth. pedia that's the Greek word, Pedia—that That is to raise up a child by the way of the mouth. So, in looking at the sovereignty of God, We have to stick to the teaching of the message of the scriptures. Brother James gives us something that will help us lay a framework for this teaching. James chapter 1 verse number 13. James chapter 1 verse number 13. Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he Any man, next verse, but every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own loss and enticed. Next verse, and lost when it had conceived, bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Look at the very ingredients in human history. Number one, man's desire. Number two, sin. Number three, which is death. So, wherefore, Romans five twelve, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. So, every, you know, every man has sin. For that everyone has sinned. So, we're looking at why things happen the way they happen. Let's get back to Genesis where we started laying foundation. Genesis chapter 1, and I'm gonna read it from verse 10. Genesis chapter 1 from verse 10. And God called it dry, God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called the seas. And God saw that it was good. So if you observe, it was only in verse 10 that the earth came into play. Which means when Moses in Genesis 1 1 says in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. When Moses called earth he was referring to the creation of God and not the earth that we are in. We know by study now and you know we have come to know that there are other planets. Other planets not just the earth. So we began to say yesterday that there are some intelligent questions we should be asking in the church world. For example you know. Up to 500 years ago, the church held a belief that the sun used to revolve around the earth. That is the way the church, that is the belief that the church held on to 500 years ago. That the sun used to revolve around the earth. So they believe that what Joshua did was to make the sun stand still. Okay, to make the sun stand still. And because of the nature of the interpretation of the earth, they had in the Bible in that period, they believed that the sun stood still. But scientifically, it is not the sun that is rotating. It is not the sun that is rotating. It is the earth that is rotating. It is the rotation of the earth that brings about day and night. It is not the sun. So again, that is why there must be intelligence in our studying of the scriptures. Because we know that what stopped was not the sun. What stopped was the earth. Because if you do simple analogy, you will see that if the sun going, if it is the sun that is going around the earth, you can't have night and day if it is the sun that is rotating you can't have night and day but because it is the earth that is rotating that's why we have night and day so you look at this and you see that the earth was a dry land you have the heaven and earth above okay then you have water above the heavens and water under the earth which under the earth waters the ground then water in heaven conditions the entire earth so that it is beautiful for human habitation look at verse 11 of genesis 1 and that is very key genesis chapter 1 verse 11 and god said let the earth bring forth the grass the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth And it was so very key scripture. And I asked you to circle it yesterday. So God said, the earth will bring forth seed. And the seed will have seed. So every seed has seed. Now that's a principle in Genesis you must understand. That every seed has seed. Look at verse 12, 13, and 14. Please pay attention. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good, 13. And the evening and the morning were the third day, 14. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years next verse 15 and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so did you observe that night and day will be divided by the lights in the firmament night and day Will be divided by the lights in the firmament. Please pay attention. Look at verse 16 of Genesis chapter 1. Please pay attention. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day. And the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Verse 17. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. Eighteen. And to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Verse 19. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. So really what we call day and night in, is the revolving of the earth around its firmament. The revolving of the earth around its firmament is what we call day and night if it turns to the moon night if it turns to the sun it's day that rotation of the earth there's a principle you have to understand here so now look at verse 20 and 21 of genesis 1 and god said let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven 21 and God created whales and every living creature that moved with which that moved which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind and God saw that it was good Notice from verse 11 when living things began to function on the earth God created a process When living things began to function on the earth God created a process That everything will bring forth after its kind Everything will bring forth after its kind Look at verse 22 to 24 of Genesis 1 And God blessed them Saying be fruitful and multiply And fill the waters in the seas. And let the fowl. Multiply in the earth. Next verse. And the evening. And the evening. And the morning. Were the fifth day. The evening. And the morning. Were the fifth day. And God said. Let the earth. Bring forth the living creature. After his kind. cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind and it was so now take take a pen mark everywhere you see after its kind anywhere you see after its kind or anywhere you see emphasis in scripture take note of it because anywhere you see emphasis that is the law in Genesis. Anywhere you see emphasis, that is the law in Genesis. And anywhere you see after its kind, that is a law in Genesis. So everything will bring forth after its kind. Now, God, listen carefully, God never must reproduce anything God never mass produced anything because everything should bring forth after its kind. Please, that's key. Look at verse 25 of Genesis 1. 25. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Wow. God saw that it was good. Question What did God see that was good? Was it the creature or the principle? The principle. God saw the principle that is everything bringing forth after its kind, nothing mass produced. God saw that principle or That law in Genesis, that nothing should be mass produced, but what should be is that everything should bring forth after its own kind. And God saw that that was very good. Remember, our question is, where do babies come from? Or, where do children come from? Verse 26 of Genesis 1. Pay attention, verse 26. And God said... Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Notice when God was going to create the planet, He spoke. To the earth. He spoke. To the earth. When he was going to create the waters. Or the whales sorry. What did he speak to? When God was going to create the whales. What did he speak to? Look at verse 20 to 24. Please pay attention. 20 to 24. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that had life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created whales and every living creature that moveth, which that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Next verse. And God blessed them saying, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the waters in the sea, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. So now, he spoke to the earth. It brought forth animals. He called forth the whales from the water. Now, when he was going to create man, he spoke to himself. Did you observe? He spoke... Let us make man. He spoke to himself. When he wanted to create the whales, he brought them out of the water. Animals from the ground. Please pay attention. Now, when he was going to create man, he spoke to himself. Look at verse 26 and 27. 26 of Genesis 1 and 27. And God said, Let us make man... In our image, after our likeness. Oh, I love this. In our image, after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Next verse. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him male and female created he them. So male and female created he them. By the time you get to chapter 2 you will see. As though Adam the man then Eve. But in the originals of the Hebrew translation male and female normally which is ish and isha in the hebrew he changed the word these words particularly we are to distinguish man from woman was to distinguish the man from the woman or to separate that in mankind there is male and female why because the reproduction process for living creature Was going to be male and female. Male doesn't reproduce alone, and female cannot reproduce alone. So the process will include a male and a female. The second time God spoke to the creature to multiply, including man, the second time ever God spoke to creation to multiply, including man. Well, you will see it in Genesis chapter 7, verse 2, in Noah's ark. Noah's ark, where there was Noah's flood, and the earth was like recreated. Okay, now God said to Noah, Every animal will come in twos male and female, because that is the law in Genesis, or that is the Genesis principle please stay with me that is the genesis principle the genesis principle has to be male and female for reproduction the genesis principle has to be everything after its kind another law in genesis has to be water brings forth the fish the land produces the animal And God spoke to himself to bring forth man. All of these sets in motion the law in Genesis. They set in motion the law in Genesis. Please stay with me because it's very important. It will help you to put things in perspective. God said to Noah, every animal will come in twos. So what we will see in Genesis chapter 2. Please listen carefully. What we will see in Genesis chapter 2. Where Eve was taken out of Adam was not creation. It wasn't creation. Where Eve was taken out of Adam was not creation. It was actually cloning. It was actually cloning. Because Eve came out, was brought out of Adam and looked exactly like Adam. It was cloning. But I don't want to get into that today. Eve was taken out of Adam because Eve was in Adam. That was not a creation. She was already in him. It was just to remove her from him. Because Adam and Eve were created together. Okay, Male and female created he them in the day that they were created. So, the bringing out of Eve from Adam was not a creation. There was a distinguishing in man, male and female. Notice, a principle was established for everything God created. Since this period, since Genesis 1 and 2, God has not created anything anymore. Since Genesis 1 and 2, God has not created anything anymore. I mean, simply, look, simply look, look look at the way John wrote it. John chapter one, verse one, two, and three. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things, how many things? All things were made by Him. Where in Genesis? All. After Genesis, God has not created anything anymore. Everything that this earth will ever require throughout the leaves of this planet was created in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. Observe. And without him was not anything made that was made. All things were made by him. So God, in Genesis 1 and 2, created everything that will ever be needed. All things were created. You won't fail, I mean, you won't find creation outside of Genesis 1 and 2. So, the Genesis 1 and 2, God created everything once and for all. And then, after creating, he now set the law of Genesis in motion. After creation, he set the law of Genesis in motion. What was that law? The law of Genesis is everything will bring forth after its kind. So God created how many times? Once. And set a law in motion. Watch this. Genesis chapter 2 verse 4 and 5. Please pay attention. These are the generations of the heavens. Please pay attention. And of the earth. When they were created in the day. That the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Verse 5. Pay attention. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth. And every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord... God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. So there was no rain, but plants were growing. There was no rain, but there was agriculture. That's why I told you God is not the one who created rain. Because the things that God created is in Genesis 1 and 2. And there is no rain. All we see is water above the heavens. Water under the earth and plants were growing because the water under the earth was watering the earth so that there is agriculture. No rain. This is over 1,000 years. No rain. Look at it. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground. So question, was rain God's creation? No. And I will show you. Please listen. The very first time you see rain was judgment. The very first time you see rain was judgment. The flood of Noah. That's the very first time you see rain. So rain was judgment for man's state. There was no rain until the flood of Noah. And the first time rain was falling was judgment. Judgment of man's sins. You know, people think rain comes from the throne of grace. That is, God is sitting over an ocean of water in heaven. So anytime he wants it to rain, he will just carry a big bucket of water and pour down. <laughs> remember we just saw where water is water is above the heaven and under the earth there is no water in heaven where jesus is okay now so are we clear are we clear the first time rain falls is where judgment where noah that's the first time you see rain in the bible and listen the bible is the basis for our doctrine is the basis for our persuasion The Bible forms our persuasion, our conviction. The Bible gives us our belief system. Because the Bible is the only book that contains with it the truth about God and the truth about God's modus operandi. Is it clear? Now, follow me. So, what happened in Noah's time was judgment. It was a state of confusion. Judgment, a state of confusion. Because remember the plan from the beginning was water over the heavens, water under the earth. So there's clarity and things are done neatly. So from the ground water comes out to water the earth. From the sky, the water conditions the atmosphere so that man has a very beautiful environment to live in. But seeing brought confusion. So where water was supposed to stay up there, the water started falling down. And the first encounter was flooding the earth, which was the judgment of Noah against people who rejected God and rejected the gospel. So the earth had a self-irrigation system. The earth had a self-irrigation system. Water will come from the earth and water the face of the ground and things were done decently and neatly. So you will see rain for the first time in genesis chapter 7 and 8 first time observe something today we have Hamatan. how many of you know we have Hamatan today we have summer we have winter we have cold we have heat all these things happened because of man's sin cold heat winter summer okay hamartan dry season all of these different seasons happened because of man's sin. People quote Genesis 8:22. Pay attention. Genesis 8.22. Put it up. Let me read it. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. As long as the earth remaineth, you will discover that seed time harvest cold and heat. Each dispensation will have an absence of life or light. Season means something is missing. Did you observe? A season means something is missing. When there is heat, there is no cold. When there is cold, there is no heat. Even in the fruits and food, There are foods that are absent in a particular season and present in another season. So season means the absence of something. When we say it is this season, it means another thing is not in that season. That means that thing in that season doesn't have life. Please stay with me because we are dealing with something fundamental here. Now, observe also That seasons are as a result of man's sin. There was no seasons in Genesis 1 and 2. Seasons were only introduced into the earth. After the sin of man. After Genesis 3. Actually in Genesis 7 and 8. That's where you see seasons. Summer, winter, dry season, cold season. All of that was as a result of the sin of man. Now. Let me show you something else. Did you also discover that until after the flood, until after the flood of Noah, man only ate herbs. Man lived on herbs. Until after the fall of man. All right. After the flood, sorry. Until after the flood. Because after the flood, man's lifespan split into two. Before the flood of Noah, man lived 900 years, 1,000 years, 800 years. After the, fall of, after the flood of Noah, there was a split. Man started living 500, 300, down to 120. All as a result of sin. There are things you should know. Okay, Man's age crashed what moses saw in the vision because it was a vision was like a being came to the earth and saw a physical body and entered that's the way moses wrote his account i don't know if you remember that's the way moses wrote it it's like a being came out of god to the earth saw a physical body and entered But that's not what happened. Again, remember, when you see something in a vision, the way you narrate it can distort the facts. So that's why sometimes when you look at a vision, you go to the revelation of that vision to understand the details of that vision. So, what really happened was that Adam created by God who already had dominion on the earth, Genesis 1 26-27 took a body Adam took a body from the dust of the earth. Adam, already created, took a body from the dust of the earth. Just like when Adam called the animals, when Adam spoke, Lion, the breath that came out of the creativity in Adam, went into the dust, took dust, and formed a lion. The same way Adam was created was the same way Adam created the animals. Hmm. Now, listen carefully because you need to think along with me. Adam had dominion on the earth, so he took a body from the dust of the earth. Because in Genesis 1, 27, God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fowls of the air and all of that. So, the spirit of Adam was created in Genesis 1. And that spirit of Adam came into the earth and took a body. Remember, if God had created a body, look at me everybody, if God... Had formed a body from the dust of the earth before breathing into it, it will mean that God created a dead body. Because the body without the spirit is death, and God does not create death. So it's not like God molded clay, dead body, then God did no. That will be death before life. So, what did God do? He created man, life, in spirit. Then, man in spirit hit the ground and took a body from the ground. Just like Adam spoke, and whatever Adam called them went to the ground, took up a body. Lion. Elephant, all animals created by man. That's why they don't have eternity in them. Man created by God. And then man created by God is given a choice to either be eternal with God or eternally separated away from God. Now, stay with me. So the spirit precedes the body. So, that breath that came into the dust is actually Adam himself. God created Adam. So, Adam came into the dust and picked up a body. Because if a body precedes the spirit, that means there is death. James 2.26 the body without the spirit is death are you understanding okay <clears throat> let me push it a bit more so we find two people are called the son of god look at genesis 1:22 <clears throat> pay attention and god blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let fowl multiply in the earth look at luke chapter 3 verse 22. luke chapter 3 verse 22 and the holy ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven which said thou art my beloved son indeed i am well pleased look at verse 38 of luke chapter 3. luke 3 38 which was the son of enos which was the son of seth Which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. So there are two sons of God. Jesus, my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And Adam, the son of God. Two sons of God. Now pay attention. Jesus is supposed to be the son of Joseph. So two people were called the son of God. Jesus and Adam. And of course the Bible calls one the first Adam and the other the last Adam because none of them came from man adam didn't come from man jesus didn't come from man adam being the first jesus being the new creation so there was no mass production in humanity no mass production let me explain for them he is adam Created by God in his image, don't forget when we say Adam, we have Adam and Eve in Adam. So, God gives him a choice. God says to him, There are two trees in the garden tree of life and tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Then, God says, The day you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, in dying you will die. He says, So, Adam is innocent. You didn't hear that. Adam is innocent. Adam has been created innocent. Just like when babies are born today, they are born innocent. Adam is innocent. In his innocence, a choice, a choice Is given to him to make. And I have told you. That Adam now made a choice. And in his choice. He disobeys God. I have told you also many times. That those trees in Genesis chapter 2. Are symbolic of choice. The trees are symbolic of choice. Don't forget Moses was in there. So whatever Moses documented was what he saw in a vision. Remember the only way God could have communicated with Moses considering his state in communicating spiritual things to a physical man like Moses was to use physical symbols. Tree, fruit, you know, uh, leaves. Sin was too deep to communicate with Moses. So he had to use metaphors, trees. But when you come to Romans chapter 5, verse 12, brother Paul hits it directly. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world. So actually, what entered the world was sin and death by sin. Now, so man is made to choose, and whatever man chooses will multiply. Whatever man chooses will multiply. Whatever man chooses will reproduce. Whatever man chooses will reproduce. Stay with me. So man chooses remember there's a tree of life which is life and there's a tree of the knowledge of good and evil which represents Death. So man chose death. Again remember man is in the image of God and likeness of God. And God said in Genesis 2.16 and 17. The day you eat of it you will surely die. In dying you will die. So now, Adam in innocence has to choose. Remember James 1.13. Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted of evil, neither tempted he any man. Neither tempted he any man. So God gave man a will to choose. And man chose in adam you didn't hear that adam didn't choose man chose in adam yeah man chose in adam what was man's choice in adam man's choice in adam was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil So, Adam was not spiritually alive before the choice. Life was there, but Adam never ate it. That's why after he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, God kept him away from the tree of life so he would not live without redemption. Because for him to eat the tree of life It has to be processed. The processing is a corn of wheat will have to first of all fall to the ground and die before it can produce life in others. Are we teaching here? Now, Adam never partook of the tree of life. He only partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So man was spiritually dead and for the first time we see Adam exerting that authority given to him by God. He named all the animals without reading zoology. You wonder where did the names come from? Imagine all the animals on earth named by Adam. All the animals. Zebra, lions, cats, cats. Cockroaches, rats. I mean, he named all of them. And whatever he called them became their permanent names. That's the kind of dominion God gave to Adam. Adam had a foretaste of it before making the choice to function in his reality. And at the point of choice, he lost it completely. Now, This is a man who walked with God at that stage of being. But Bible says he went and hid himself. You know, he was ashamed and afraid. God said, Adam, where are thou? It doesn't mean God didn't know where he was. The guy said, I am naked. (laughs) Who told you you're naked? You're talking to some... How did you know? Where did you get the name naked from? Who told you? Who are you talking to? Who is giving you extra biblical information? Who told you you're naked? Where are you getting that from? Have you eaten of the tree? I asked you not to eat the woman you gave me. And there was that bit of it. Okay. And then God said, well, because of what you have done, the earth is already caused for your sake. Things are already running riot. You know, you have set some laws in motion. Laws that were put on the planet. Laws in Genesis. I don't know if I'm communicating at all. Now, God said, you know, So death happened to man. Instantly. Sin, death. And that death means separation from God. Separation from God. Immediately Adam that was walking with God, now walked far from God. Then in Genesis chapter 3, man began to function in death till Jesus came. Look at me everybody. There are two perfect books in the Bible. Two perfect books. Genesis 1, Genesis 2. Genesis 3 is the fall of man. Everything from Genesis 3 to Revelation 22 was God's effort to bring man back to Genesis 1 and 2. Alright? Now, so from Genesis 3, things have gone riot. Man sinned. Genesis 3, 4 and 5. Death reigned on the earth. That's why John 10, 10, Jesus said, I am come that you may have life and be abundant. So man was made to choose. Man chose death and was dead spiritually. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Romans chapter 5, verse number 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. For that all have sin. So question, how did sin enter man? Sin entered by man. Sin came by one man and death came by that man. So that choice he made was a choice in death and a choice in sin. Adam was called the son of God because he was made in God's image and after God's likeness. Now let's go back to the Genesis principle again. God made a principle. Seed will bring seed. God made a principle. Animals will bring forth animals. God created the animal and then animal will now reproduce animal. God made man in his image after his likeness. Look at Luke again, chapter 3, verse 37 and 38. Pay attention. Luke three thirty-seven, Which was the son of Matusala? Which was the son of Enoch? Which was the son of Jared? Which was the son of Malalil? Which was the son of Canaan? Next verse. Which was the son of Enos? Which was the son of Seth? Which was the son of Adam? Which was... The son of God. Remember, we are making reference to the law in Genesis. Seth was whose son? Adam. Adam was whose son? God. Who is missing there? Somebody is missing in that. Cain is missing. Abel is missing. Cain and Abel, why are they missing in this account? Because they didn't bring forth any seed after their kind. They didn't bring forth any seed after your kind. So you see, when you read things like this, begat, 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 pay attention. There are some intelligent things there. Nothing was written by mistake. Now come to Genesis chapter 5. We know the story of Cain and Abel. Cain killed Abel and Cain after that, you know, he just disappeared. Genesis 5 verse 1. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man in the likeness of God, made he him. Next verse. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Next verse. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. God's creation was Adam in his image and likeness adam now produced after what his kind did adam produce after his image and kind because adam sinned no so why did he produce after his image and kind that was the law in genesis Adam was the seed that was to bring forth fruit after his kind. So everything Adam did was to give birth to will be after Adam's image and likeness. Remember, God does not mass produce. By Genesis 3, Adam was spiritually dead. Adam was spiritually dead. By Genesis 3. So everything Adam will produce huh? After his kind. Everything Adam will produce will be spiritually dead. So, will you say that God made Seth a sinner? No. Because the word Seth in Hebrew means mortal or subject to death. Or one who is subject to death. Now, Adam Is the one God created. And Adam has now produced. After his own kind. What was his kind? Falling state. After his kind. So the law of Genesis. Was set in motion. Was set in motion. The law in Genesis. Genesis. Was set in motion. Notice. God created. And every time he created. He now speaks to those things. To multiply. So God. Empowered. God empowered everything. God empowered everything he has created. To multiply god empowered everything he has created to multiply please don't let anybody distract it is very important so in other words those people or those creatures determined their multiplication you didn't hear that the people or the creatures determined their multiplication God empowered everything to multiply, whether it was animal or plant or man. I will explain now. Listen carefully, please. Listen very carefully. Everybody knows that fornication is a sin, including those who don't go to church. They know that fornication is a sin, it's not the will of God. All right, but if a guy and a girl who are not married commit fornication. And according to the Genesis principle, the sperm and the egg of the girl meet because they have committed sin. Will it mean that there'll be no child? Huh? If okay, if a violent young man grabs a girl and rapes her, she is crying, she doesn't want, but he forces his way and rapes her. Because it is rape Does it cancel Production No Is it God That brought the baby Into that situation No That baby is born Did the baby come from God No Did it come from Satan? No. Where do babies come from? Rape is a sinful conduct. But a child comes out of it. God has set a law by his word that what he created will multiply. Male and female will multiply. That is why cat, dogs, insects, rats, they mate and multiply without prayer, without fasting, without laying of hands. (laughs) Have you seen where rats were laid hands upon to mass produce? Even when you're formulating them, if you're not careful, With the formulation, they are still mass producing. Is a law. I'm teaching good. I said I'm teaching good. It's a law. Even simple things like poultry. Put them in the right environment. They will multiply. We're going to explain why. Why are women barren? In the course of this. So again, do children come from heaven? No. Nobody came from heaven. Adam didn't come from heaven. Adam came from the earth. God created him in the earth. And God created all things in the earth. It's like saying the horse came from heaven. Because God created it. How can a horse come from heaven? Let me close. First Corinthians 15 45. Are you learning something? First Corinthians 15 45. And so it is written. The first man Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Pay attention. Next verse. How be it that was not first which is spiritual but that which is natural and afterward that which is spiritual? Next verse. The first man is of the earth, ety The first man is from the earth, ety The second man is the Lord from heaven. Next verse. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly. Such are they also that are heavenly. Next verse. And as we are born. The image of the earthy. We shall also bear. The image. Of the heavenly. Kabayadah. So it says only Jesus came from heaven. He is the Lord from heaven. Jesus came from heaven. So Jesus and Adam were called the first and second Adam because both of them are from God directly. Adam from God. Jesus from God. Only two of them are from God. Adam and Jesus. Adam on earth, Jesus from heaven. Adam didn't have a parent. Jesus came from God as the son of God in the womb of Mary. So again, who determines our skin colors? The law in Genesis. Everything brings forth after its kind. Who determines our skin color? Parents. Who determines beauty? Parents. If your head is as bald as my own, it's from parents. It's not an attack from demons. <laughs> it's not an attack. <laughs> it's not an attack. It's from parents. Who determines beauty? Parents. Parents. That which is born of flesh is flesh. that which is born of spirit is spirit, flesh refers to mankind that's why when the Bible describes Jesus in John chapter 1 verse 13 he was not born of the will of man he was not born of blood he was not born of flesh give me that John 1 13 see the description there that helps you to understand what I'm teaching tonight which were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh No, of the will of man, but of God. That is Jesus, man and woman didn't sit down and set the law of production in motion to produce Jesus. So there was no blood from man. There was no will of man like husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend agreeing to have babies. In Jesus' case, it was the will of God, the blood of God that took flesh from Mary no blood between mary and jesus that's why mary and jesus don't have the same dna because mary was sinful jesus was sinless so their blood couldn't have met that's why jesus was not born of blood nor of the will of man but of god but we we you and i we are born of human blood we are born by the will of a man and a woman And we are born of flesh. We are born of blood. Your blood, your DNA determines a lot of things. Look, some of you, the reason why you are brilliant in class is traceable to your parents. And the reason why some people are dull, you know dull, is traceable to their parents. If your parents are dull and there is a mutation they will produce a dull thing. When you have genetic disorders, it didn't come from heaven. Something had happened. If you look at it again, the earth was conducive for man to live long. But over time, it became unconducive. Do you know that after the fall or after the flood of Noah, was when man started eating meat. Meat. Eating meat. Cow, goat, chicken. It was after the fall of Noah. After the flood. Before the flood of Noah, man ate herbs and lived long. After the flood, man ate meat, animals. And it cut down the lifespan of man. Now, listen carefully. I'm not saying you shouldn't eat meat. I'm just teaching you what happened based on what the Bible is teaching us. (laughs) That's why scientists are telling you that the earth is closing up, that there's global warming, you know, that there's environment having issues. And some people unintelligently believe that at the end of time, God will destroy the earth. No, the earth is on lease. There's a lease, it has a time span. Actually, man can predict the end of the earth because, you know, uh, the earth has a, a time span. The Bible says the earth will grow old and it will expire. God will fold it up like a book. So sometimes, when we feel like arguing, you know, some people say, okay, Dr. Damina, what about dinosaurs? Didn't dinosaurs live before the earth was created? What about dinosaurs? It's just people looking for how to argue. We know of a fact that there were no dinosaurs in the Ark of Noah. So dinosaurs We are not before the earth started. They were not even there in the first thousands of years. Dinosaurs, we only saw them emerge after the flood of Noah. I'm teaching. I said, I'm teaching. Glory to God. Somebody says, how old is the earth? Nobody knows. Why don't nobody know? Because Adam's age started counting when he left Eden. If we knew Adam's age in Eden before he left, we'll be able to know how long. But there was a mess up there to make sure you don't know how long. Because his age started counting when he left Eden. But you know, animals were there on the earth before then. That span of time can be counted like for a thousand years. So scientists Are not too far from the truth your height is from your parents because from adam one man was to bring forth after his kind amen i said amen i said amen if we pray for a woman to have a baby now receive in the name of jesus that prayer is not enough That prayer is not enough. That woman must go home. Her and her husband must set the law in Genesis in motion. Otherwise that prayer will be hanging. But even with that prayer, that husband and wife, if they know what to do, they can set that law in motion and they can be producing one baby every year for the next 10 years. Whew. Ten children. There's a law in motion. It's called the law in Genesis. So tomorrow we'll look at conclusively where do babies come from. And we'll move into something else. Are you blessed tonight? Stand on your feet. That's all I've got for you tonight. Glory
1: to God. (laughs) Hallelujah.
0: Father, I pray for everybody. under the sound of my voice. Clarity, clarity, clarity. The eyes of their understanding be enlightened. That these realities will resonate. And I decree that the revelation knowledge of your word will help us to be grounded and rooted in the truth. And Lord, I declare that in the name of Jesus, that needs are met supernaturally. Questions are answered. Heart issues are dissolved. And in the name of Jesus, we rebuke sickness, disease, and infirmity. And I thank you for the blessing upon your people tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says that, amen, on a note of finality. Glory to God. Amen. I'm joining Mr. Michael Bush in the next one or two minutes. So we can answer your questions, read your mails, and respond to your queries. But just before I do that, I want to take your offerings tonight. You know, you give in faith, and we give to honor God, honor his word. We give to make our monies an instrument to get the gospel out to where the people who are seeking to know Christ are. And I want to thank you for giving. And I want to thank you for also giving again tonight. Banking details are on TV and social media. And Mr. Michael Bush will read out the accounts for those on radio tonight. So we can honor our commitment to the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for everyone giving tonight. Thank you that every need of this ministry is met supernaturally. Thank you for all the resources that enables us to keep advancing your kingdom on all the platforms, spreading the fragrance of your grace to all of mankind. So tonight I decree that as your people continue to grow in knowledge and grow in grace and abound in all that Christ has done, every need is met supernaturally. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says that amen on a note of finality. Glory to God. Now listen quickly, I'm joining Mr. Michael Bush, but remember, this Sunday is going to be our official opening, homecoming, and the beginning of our Sunday services. This Sunday, 7.30am, first service, and, and 10pm, 10am, second service. And I'm still going to be teaching all of these truths as we progressively, you know, uncover You know why things happen the way they happen but i love you guys i see you in the other studio as i join mr michael bush let's celebrate everybody around the world for being a part of this service glory amen oh i tell you man you
1: have been blessed by this message for these all the messages and books by dr abel domino please call plus 234-806-800-9939 or email office at gmail.com
0: Eternal life Only Jesus can give it I come to Jesus for eternal life I don't come to him for other things That I can get elsewhere I come to him for what only He supplies I am come that you may have life And have it
1: more abundantly He that has the son has life So why are we in Christ for life? Abel Daminer Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth, Riot, Live with Dr. Abel Daminer. Somebody shout up, uh! The Curse, Curses, Cursing and the Concept of Deliverance. And Ask the Counselor with Dr. Abel Daminer and Michael Bush. Date, 11th October to 15th November 2020 Time, Mondays to Saturdays, 6pm to 8pm GMT Plus One Sunday, 7am and 11am services GMT Plus One You can also join the broadcast on Comfort FM, 95.1 Oyo, 6pm to 8pm daily XLFM, 106.9 Oyo, 1 1pm to 3pm daily Inspiration FM 105.9 Uyo from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily And Radio Akwaibo 90.5 Uyo 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily Watch this program live on Kingdom Life Network TV On your strong decoder or my TV Also visit Abel Damino Facebook handle Instagram handle, Twitter handle and YouTube Host Doctors Abel and Rachel Damino
2: What is Owambe doing? Can you imagine? Put me on air without telling me. Can you imagine? Oh, this is Owambe. Okay, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Um, you know we're human here, so we do all sorts of things. That's why when I find people um, trying to ridicule leaders and because they make human mistakes, I just laugh. It just caught me that live on set. i um, been very testy and trying to help myself. And my director has been planning me like this, and today he's done it. It's Owambe, that's his name. When you see him on the, in the streets, just warn him, because just now I was just talking about he putting me in trouble one of these days. I didn't even know I was doing a prophecy. Okay, so without any further ado, let me just go join um, Global Baba. who's already here in the live studios live, by giving you the bank details, just in case you want to take part in what we do here for the Lord, so the offering bank details. Power City International. There's the account name. There are three banks as usual. There's FCMB. There's Zenith, and there is UBA. I will start with UBA tonight. One hundred thirty-nine twenty-six four six five. One hundred thirty-nine four twenty-six four six five. That's the account number for UBA. Remember the account name remains Power City International. Bank number two quickly. Quickly, FCMB twenty-nine eighty-two. Sixty-eight twenty twenty-eight FCMB twenty-nine eighty-two sixty-eight twenty twenty-eight account name Steel Power City International. Finally zenith. The account number is ten twelve thirty-six fifty-nine twelve ten twelve thirty-six fifty-nine twelve. I'm done with that in a moment. We will have the opportunity to take calls as we progress. I know that we've already lost so much time tonight, but um, we'll get back to all of that in the groove any moment now. In another ten minutes, as soon as Global Bar joins me. We'll get down with calls. The number for you to use in case you want to call us and ask us a thing or say something nice to us, why not? It's plus 800 I take that number again, plus 234, if you are calling from outside the country. Otherwise, it's 806 um, 800 And then you want to do a quick text message. It's plus two three four seven o three six nine one eight six four two. That's for SMP. Yes. For sponsorship, yes, you know, I, I hinted that around um, December we will be doing something here that you will love, something for welfare, something for charity. And um, if you are interested, you can still use this number. We're supposed to have a different number. That number has not come in. Anybody, if you are interested in supporting that course, you can just quickly call plus 234 if you are calling from outside the country. Otherwise, it's 803 And Dr. Abel Damina at com is the... The email address, you need to send sponsorship inquiries to. But if you want to send um, counseling entries or questions for this program that I can put to Global Baba, the email address is uh, askthecounselornow at gmail.com. Okay, quickly, I need to join my friends on Facebook Live, and I can see Njang Aku Yunis. That sounds like a Cameroonian name. I can also see Malika. Is it Malika or is it Malaika? Ebangaribe? And he says, welcome the boss, Mr. Michael Bush. I'd like to thank you. Abbas Regent C.C. Bell, I'd like to also thank you. Martha Jerry. I'd like to thank you for watching. Fatina Juma, thank you for joining us. Evelyn Motoni, very nice to see you. Too. Abbasio No Anuli Obodo, very nice. Inoekwa, very nice. Usang Enoch Aji, very nice. And I'll come right back to that. Okay, now, the time has come for us to take off. And um, Global Bay is seated. He's just I'm trying to... Uh, deal with um, uh, these belts because um, tonight the speed is going to be crazy, you can see it even from the start of the program, we lost already 20 minutes, so we set to go. My name is Michael Bush, and by the special grace of God, I remain the anchor. My producer is here, Uh, I came in here seeing him in jackets all tied up, he was doing some things at the backstage and I enjoyed watching my producer also being produced by um, dami and dami was shouting orders and when the producer would be angry that why are you doing like that i said don't you do like that to intercontinental and global Baba? and I, I i just enjoyed it okay so um uh, the producer is here working that is pastor ij is working with a crop of very good young men and women uh, well except for Owan bay who put me in trouble tonight you know so um, also, my um, any moment now on radio, I'll be having a radio guest. Her name is Ndue Young. Ndue Young is one of the, one of the finest um, young persons to have happened to, to um, NGO business. You know, we'll be discussing NGO on radio. And when back here, Global Baba.
0: The Intercontinental.
2: Global Baba.
0: I'm here, I'm here. Good yes, to see you, man.
2: Yes, Global Baba. How went
0: your day today?
2: Fantastic. Wow. I'm so excited when I come here. Yes, me and, too. Um, Dr. Abel Damina is on set, so Global Baba, we need to get down. We spent the night in Nugu, um, Inugu. All,
0: always good to see
2: yeah, Absolutely. Global Baba is, I don't know, somebody said to me today, a professor, is that, was that a professor speaking, I needed to quote him, Professor James Asuka? was he the one who said that, or is it... Um, um, was it Mr. Kuno, or Kuno said that? I'm just trying to remember. Mm-hmm. He said, when you and Global Baba are on air, on set, yes. it's easy to see the love that radiates from Global Baba to you. Oh, my goodness. So I said, ah, okay. He is correct. <laughs> 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 oh, no, Global Baba. <laughs> so he didn't even wait for me to <laughs> no, land. No, no. It's I, true. I, I didn't know Global Baba. As someone who's been in the public space for 27 years and counting, I can tell you that I feel it. I can tell you that it's real. I can feel it. Um, Others do it because they want to get something or stuff. But this one is just natural. I'd like to thank you. Thank and that's you. That's why I keep running back here well, to do stuff. We okay. love
0: you and we enjoy having you here. No, all. Baba, you know
2: that thing that they did to producer is now doing the times two to us. It's I, early days here, but He says we should. We I'm, should no, go I'm on. not
0: noticing. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying my absolutely, love
2: here. <laughs> absolutely. No, Baba. So from Enugu comes um, an entry by Sunday Uwaize. He says, "I'm from Enugu. Daddy, you are really daddy to me. So thank you for the opportunity given to us to ask questions." Mr. Bush, thank you for helping Global Baba in ministry. I have two questions, sir. What's the difference between the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of Christ? We've answered this before, Ben.
1: The Spirit of
0: the Lord, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, all of them is the same spirit. Okay, all of them is the same spirit, Global Baba. Depending on context. Okay. It is a context where you find that, that defines what he's talking about.
2: Okay, so Global Baba, his second question that's from some Sunday, Nwaize, is Judges 14, 19. Then the spirit of the lord came powerfully upon samson he went down to the town of askelon killed 30 men took their belongings sir which of the spirit of the lord is that thank you so much i'm blessed like you
0: are. well again in the old testament when you see the spirit of the lord you need to look at the context to see if it agrees with the way god functions and from what you saw there god never functions like that so again it is one of those assumptions in the Old Testament that every time something, you know, it's powerful or something overpowers, you know, a people, a nation, or a country, it is just an assumption of the Old Testament that it must be God.
2: Okay, Global Baba, we live in um, Enugu. Let's go to Delta State. It says, God bless you, sir. I love you, sir. You have brought Christ to me through the holistic preaching of Jesus Christ. Sir, I want to know how to get the last day's book on soft copy on my phone.
0: Well, you need to write to uh, Dr. Abel Damin at yahoo.com, and I'm sure our office will reach out to you on how to get that to you.
2: It says, um, I am from Delta State, uh, Abraka, left out his name right there, and it says, I also want to know
0: a campus fellowship that's close to me. In Delta State? Yes. Uh, I do not know, but when you write for the book, also request for the campus that is closest to you, and our office will send you details.
2: Okay, fantastic. Um, I, I think that yes, uh, even uh, doing that too towards the end of the program, is they can call in, you yes, know, can call in, yes, and yes. then pick up a signal. Yes. From um, Delta, we stroll into Edo, Benin. Hello, Global Baba. A regional pastor was kidnapped last Thursday. The kidnappers demanded uh, ransom of five million naira after so much negotiation. Unfortunately, brethren who were to pay the ransom were kidnapped in Benin Ochi Expressway Edo State. Please, Global Baba, pray that God breaks the camp of the kidnappers and set the pastor and the brethren free. Thank you, Global Baba. My
0: name is Akoche James in Benin, Edo State. Father, we ask that these brethren be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. That they be delivered from the trap, the snare, and the captivity of men. In the name of Jesus, and that even while they are there, we believe you that they are kept safe, they are preserved, they are protected, and supernaturally, we declare their deliverance and their freedom from that camp. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. Okay, Global Baba from uh, Benin Edo State straight to Rivers State. Doesn't tell us where in uh, Rivers, but he says, Hello, Global Baba. I'm Kenneth in Rivers State. Sir, I need you to pray for me. I'm suffering, stomach ulcer, which has seriously affected me. I love missionary work and evangelism. I want to go out and win souls, even if it means giving up everything for it. But at the moment, Global Baba, I can't study the Bible and other materials. Global Baba, please pray for God to heal me of this ulcer. I also need prayer for my dad. He smokes. And also pray for my grandmother. Please. How can I be trained or disciple by you so I can start going out to preach and disciple others? Kenneth, in Port Arcot River State.
0: Well, Kenneth, we pray for healing for your, for your body. We rebuke the ulcer. We command it rooted out. We command the healing power of God to flow through your body right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. For you to be discipled, keep following the teachings. And I recommend for you to join our campus in Port Harcourt. Port Harcourt, we have a campus there. Study with the brethren. And as you grow with them, it will be easy for you to evangelize and disciple people.
2: Okay. Global Baba, we move uh, from Port Harcourt to Port Harcourt, still staying on in Port Harcourt River State. Santa Imoni Games says, Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. The Ask the Counselor segment has been a blessing because I've had my questions answered over time. I want to thank you so much, Global Baba, and our indispensable Intercontinental, Mr. Michael Bush. My question is, for how long should I continue in prayer for my healing? I was diagnosed of, um, mentioned the sickness, which has no cure yet medically, and all that, and all that. I got healed years back, but it seems to be recurring over and over. I want to be completely free. Please pray for me.
0: All right, well, again, remember when we pray, you receive. And when you receive, you keep praising until it manifests physically. So you've got to believe you receive when you pray. Father, we command that healing manifested. Receive healing in your body. We silence the voice of the enemy in your mind. Receive
1: healing now.
0: In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Okay, Global Baba, let's
2: get into the counseling mood, and we come right to you. Hello, Global Baba. I've been listening to your messages on air, and I really, really love them. I have some problems affecting my relationship with my man. He promised to marry me, but he has so many women around him. Right now, he's avoiding my cause. I love this man so much, Global Baba, but he takes my emotions for granted. Please, Global Baba, advise me on what to do and the right step to take. I'm in total confusion right now, and I have no man apart from him. Thank you, Global Baba, for your wise counsel, Rosamore, you know you. Well, Rose, the first thing
0: I would like to advise you is before you give a man your heart, you have to be sure he loves you. Because a man who loves you will not take your love for granted. And if he's playing around with your emotions, it means you yourself are not smart or you're not wise. I always tell ladies, even in our church, don't just you know, give your heart to a man completely and be lost and be stupid. You've got to be sure there are some indices you have to look out for. Even before you get engaged, before you even let a man into your life, there are factors you look out for. There are indices you look out for. How serious is he? Has he ever made any serious decision in his life that he stood with? Those are the kind of things to so ask him. What and what have you decided before that is permanent and you stood with it whether it was working or it was not working? Anybody that has not made a choice or a decision before on any issue of life that he has stood with for years... You know, don't let him use you for a guinea pig. So those are the kind of things you need to ask. And you need to find out how passionate is he about you. And how committed is he to you? How committed? And how much of you does he really love? Does he love you enough to overlook all the ladies around him? Because if he doesn't, then he will never make you a priority all the rest of his life. So there are things. And that's why you go for counseling. And that is why, you know, you seek for advice. And I'm sure that's why you wrote in. So the first thing you're going to do is, if I am you, pull back a little. Withdraw. Because again, what ladies don't know is that when you make yourself too available and too cheap to some men, they take it for granted. No man wants you to be too available. You are just there as if you have nothing else to do. You are just there. In the morning before he wakes up, you have brought breakfast. In the night, he is the one looking for how to send you home. Uh, don't you think your mother will be looking for you? Uh, what about your father? Uh, don't you think they'll scoff you? He's using style to take. When you are like that, no man will take you seriously in life. They'll just be using you and dumping you. You've got to place some premium, some value on yourself. So, my advice pull back a little, treasure yourself, place some value on yourself, make yourself difficult to find. You know, give him that distance, and then reevaluate the relationship from a distance look at him again and ask yourself some questions and then if he, if the questions are not you know if the puzzle is not working out for you just tell him to go you are not ready for it and take your time and prayerfully wait for another person who is serious to come i won't let you put yourself in a place where you will be messed up reduced to nothing and made a caricature of very very important father i pray for your daughter that you help her with this counsel that she will come to wisdom she will come to understanding and keep herself in a place of value where nobody takes advantage of her. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. Global Baba is just gone past 7.30 to the minute. As at the time of this program, that's half past the hour. And um, we're doing real good. We're, we're reaching you from the global headquarters of Power City International right here in the heart of you. It's located at number 98 Nwangiba Road. Inuyo that's the capital of Akwa Ibom. is in the south southern part of Nigeria, which of course is in Africa. The program continues. The calls can start coming now. You can reach Global Baba on the number I gave you at the beginning of the program, which is plus two three four eight o six eight hundred nine nine three nine. Just waiting for your course. But let me go to Zamfara. Wow, where counselling entry comes from? Hello, Global Baba. I'm Dauda Danladi from Guso. Zamfara states, I need your help and counsel. Global Baba have uh, friends who are my major problem. I've tried everything possible to stop being with them, but fail all the time I try. My friends are into fraudulent business just to make quick money. They once took me to a barber. They once took me? <laughs> to... I don't know. I don't know which Baba now. Well, that's right. Not Global Baba. They took me to a local barber. You know, so... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Is this producer that has got through this... <laughs> all Started it, though I took it from him. Yeah, only globalized it. That is
0: <laughs> <here>.
2: <laughs> okay, so he says, On reaching there, he asked us to wash our hands with water in a bowl. After we washed our hands, I've not been myself anymore. Since I washed my hands, I've not been myself anymore. I tried making a decent living, but it comes completely impossible. Instead, only ungodly on means to make a living seem to be working. My friends, Lobo Baba, even suggested and are pressurizing me into joining money rituals by making certain sacrifices to have wealth. I've refused. And also ensure that I'm not part of it. I'm so bothered because my Christian experiences and assurances I had and known since childhood are no more part of me. I used to at least pray daily before, but I can't anymore. I'm lost in darkness, Lobo Baba. Please, sir. Do I have or is there any help for me? I'll be delighted if you can help counsel me or in any new way possible reach me. Thank you.
0: Well, your help is in Christ. You already have help in Jesus. And I think you have a call. Maybe I was not yes, a call
2: so, a call. Okay, Lobo Baba, we'll just take this first call on this edition of the program. We'll come back in a moment. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. We're where are you calling from? Yes. Okay. My name is my, Michael. My name, I'm calling from Oka. You're calling from? Oka. Okay. Okay. Oka. That's okay. Go ahead. In number State. Okay. The, the reason I'm calling, it,
3: I, I just want to ask a question about the I'm Sometimes when you know, we're
0: really not hearing you, so if you can make your voice audible so we can hear you to be able to respond well, because the voice we're not hearing okay, you. let me
2: just keep calling again. But let's go back to Zambara. the Zamfara mm. now.
0: You went to a barber, <laughs> and, and today you have come to another barber. <laughs> It's come to a global Baba. This one is another level. It's a What are (laughs) you (laughs) doing? I'm trying to be serious. I know, but this Baba Baba. No, this is not. All right, now, now. So you went to this Baba and you wash your hand, and things changed because you don't know your authority in Christ. So the first thing I would advise you to do is to pay attention to all the teachings we teach on the authority of the believer, your identity. Who you are in Christ. What you have in Christ. Just that understanding will break all that thing. And then you begin to find yourself and begin to find your realities and grow in the knowledge of Christ.
2: Fantastic. Global Baba. Just in time for this next caller. Hello. Are you there? Okay. We have to make progress. Global Baba from Zamfara. We're going straight to Italy. Yes, Hello, Global Baba. My name is Augustine. I'm writing from Italy. I was sick and my doctor told me to make sure I masturbate at least once a week. I'm confused, Global Baba. Please help me. And I'm not yet married. I don't have a girlfriend. Thank you. Go back to the
0: doctor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the doctor that said it. Go back sure. to now, what do you mean? And, you know, w- 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 what is that going to do for me? And why do I need to do that? You need to find out from the doctor, and after you find out from the doctor, send us whatever the doctor's response is, and we may be able to help you further. Another caller,
2: hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Your name, where you're calling from?
4: Yeah, Nicholas from Uliu. Go ahead. Okay, I called yesterday about a scripture in Second Peter to
0: okay, six. Okay, two four that, to uh, six. Peter
4: was, yes, okay Peter was portraying uh, a God in a, in a different dimension, like unto, like God can kill, God can make a life. And based on Papa's teaching, Papa always told us that uh, God does not have a dual character.
0: So I Second want Papa to explain Peter that scripture uh, to us. Verse 4 to 6, right? Yes, sir. For if God spare not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and deliver them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. Remember the angels that sinned, the angels that sinned. That means the angels who rejected God. When you reject God, God will not do anything but than to allow you to take up whatever you want. Remember Brother Paul said somewhere in Romans chapter 1 that God gave them up because they refused to retain God in their knowledge. When you reject God, the withdrawal of God is what most times when bible writers or bible you know teachers are, are communicating they will make it look like god's judgment the withdrawal of god and of course when god withdraws because you reject him the resultant effect of his absence is what is referred to as judgment give me verse five and six of that scripture second peter chapter two verse five and six and god spared not the whole world but save Noah the eighth person a preacher of righteousness and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. Again, he's dealing with people who reject the gospel. All of this is a mode of communication Peter used for people who reject the gospel, which is actually judgment for the absence of God in a man's life.
2: Another caller, hello.
0: Hello hello
2: yeah thank you for joining us you know where you're calling from go ahead
0: okay
5: my name is michael monica i'm calling from okay i called earlier but the voice wasn't too yes, clear it's
2: very clear now
5: okay so what i wanted to find out is you know i'm
2: a minister of the gospel and you know sometimes we seek direction about where god wants you to go and minister and stuff like that most people say that you must keep praying until god tells you but you find that sometimes that places you have an urge in your heart It may not be that you had a voice or whatever. So I want Papa to explain that, how you can know that God is leading you to a place to minister, maybe to live or even to locate, maybe leaving the country or moving to any part of the country. I just want to have an understanding about
5: that. God bless you, sir.
0: Bless you. Well, again, that is why we always say uh, ministry is a fruit of spiritual growth. So as you give yourself to service in the body or in the church, maybe even before you become a minister, you give yourself to service you give yourself to growth you give yourself to study and then to evangelism and disciplining people in the process of that ministry will develop within you when ministry develops within you and you begin to serve yes you will know where god wants you to be part-time you could be in that local church for some time and if god wants you to move to a particular location on a mission where he's sending you he will speak to you you are his sheep you will hear his voice. You will know that this is what God is leading me to do. You will know it. He will speak to your heart. And he will even bring confirmations. Sometimes through other men of God. And sometimes through the scriptures. So and until you have such clarity. You keep praying. And stay where you are sure of. Until you know where God wants you to be next. Yes, God can lead you to a nation. He can lead you to a country. He can lead you to a city. He can lead you to a community. Like he led me to a I didn't come to Akwaibom because I was looking for where to go for evangelism. I already had ministry in Zaria. I already had an office. I was already going around preaching. I had some staff that were working for me. I was already doing ministry in Zaria where I grew spiritually to serve. But then in the midst of that, the Lord began to direct my steps to Akwaibom. I didn't even know Akwaibom. And what God did was he sent somebody to invite me to come to Akwaibom to preach. I didn't know that that invitation was my relocation. We got to Akwaibom to preach. One, one day of preaching turned to one week. One week turned to two weeks. I couldn't go. I just discovered I couldn't go. I was moving from place to place preaching. And I've ever then been in Akwaibom till today. So sometime God could use circumstances. He could speak to you. He could use other ministers. Or he could use a need in another locality to relocate you to get there for ministry. And then, of course, he could speak to you directly as the sheep of his pasture. So any of these ways, but until it is clear, be where you are, until you have clarity as to what God will do. And then finally, when God is leading you to a specific place, he makes the provisions. Everything will be working. Not that you say, God is leading me to go to China. Then you start saying, okay, I'm going to go first of all to Italy then I will do some things in Italy and I will break my way to Afghanistan and then I will move and move and move. No, that's not God. If it is God, you don't have to be breaking laws and breaking rules and then fake marriage and all that to go to one place. It can't be God. If it is God, he will make a way for you that is legal. Because listen, if you get into a country through an illegal means and you start doing ministry and you explode, the country will investigate you. And if they find out you came like a criminal, you're going to prison. God can't be involved in criminal ways. God, when He leads you, will make a way for you to get to that place through legal means and He will create favor and circumstances that makes it easy for you to fulfill His purpose. Bless you. Amen,
2: Global Barber. Yes. We got um, a little under 20 minutes in our hands on this edition of the program, so we make progress and stay on in Europe. Some anonymous entries coming in. Hello, Global Barber and Mr. Michael Bush I have two questions. There are nine days mentioned in the New Testament, Global Barber. Please help explain the rules. be played by each of the persons
0: with these nine gifts. The roles to be played by each person with the nine gifts. The nine gifts are given to you to benefit the body of Christ. So, it depends on the need per time, you know, specifically. Nobody really has specific gifts that are given to him. Every believer has the nine gifts. Because it's the same Holy Spirit in you that has the gifts. So, the Spirit is in you with the gifts and the fruit. And so, as needs arise in different places, those gifts express themselves, especially when you expect them to express and you develop yourself in the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. If, the need, if, if there's a need for word of knowledge, it will flow through you. If there's need for prophecy, it will flow through you. However, each office of ministry that you mature into has certain gifts that are, that are more predominant in that office. For example, a prophet will have word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophecy, tongues, interpretation, All of that will accompany the office of a prophet. And evangelists will have, you know, power gifts like miracles, healings. They will accompany. Faith will accompany an evangelist. So each of the offices of ministry has some of the gifts that are predominant in that office. But for all believers, we have all the gifts manifesting through us as the need arises.
2: Next caller. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Your name where you're calling from.
5: Okay, this is uh, a Itasa. Hello? I can hear you. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, I've been uh, really following your teaching. In fact, uh, I'm really, really enlightened. Go
0: Hello? ahead. Hello? Go ahead.
5: Yes. Sir, please, I just want to pray for me. I dropped an application in a place. So I'm just uh, believing God for it. So actually, it's in the University of Calabar. So I just wanted uh, a man of God to pray for Turk
0: for me. All right. In the name of Jesus, we Amen. ask that you have favor with that with that institution. Amen. That God's favor is working through circumstances Amen. to grant you your desire. Receive it in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. The second
2: part of that anonymous entry. Coming to you from Europe is global Baba. Is it possible for those who manifest such gifts to criticize the gifts in each other, knowing full well the gifts come from the same spirit? I do understand that. Yes, global Baba. For instance, this one is an evangelist that you criticize a prophet when it's the same thing. This gift comes from the same donor.
0: The basis for criticizing a gift is if the gift is just manifesting without glory. Of course, that it is a gift doesn't mean it shouldn't be judged. It should be judged. And if it is not glorifying Jesus, it should be criticized. Sure, there's nothing wrong with that. Each gifts of the spirit are supposed to glorify Jesus. And when gifts are not glorifying Jesus, we watch for those gifts because they could be operating by familiar spirits. So since familiar spirits has a tendency of operating such things, we don't just get gullible. We don't just throw ourselves over because it's a gift and we're flabbergasted. We've got to check, we've got to look well, and we've got to discern what is in operation.
2: The program is Ask the Counselor and um, is crawling towards the corner to the end of the program, a quarter to the top of the hour, and another caller. Hello. Uh, yes, hello? go ahead. Go ahead, I can hear you. Your name, where are you calling from?
4: Good evening, sir. Yeah. Good evening. Uh, Papa, good evening. Evening. Yeah, my, my name is Collins. I stay in Lagos. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, I want to ask Papa a question. Um, when when I I had the oil to move into ministry, so I was in a state of like confusion. I don't know where to go for the ministry. Then uh, as I was praying, I had a revelation. I met uh, a pastor friend in that revelation. So I was telling him, I-, I feel like moving to ministry, but I have to have uh, a tent making, sort of, before, while I'm doing the ministry. So he now told me that this thing you want to do now is to work out in Buyo and I've not been to before. So a uh, little later, when my mom died, I said, okay, let me visit Biyo. So the day I was going coming down to the east, I stopped at Oweri. So it was late. I couldn't I could see it again. So I met a man at the park. I was explaining to him what I'm coming to do. I'm coming home for ministry and all that. So the man said, if you are coming to the east, don't go to Abba. Don't say in way here. Go to Uyo. Uh, and I was meeting the man for the first time. I was not asking, would this be the confirmation of the revelation I, I had? So That's what I want to put me clear a little.
0: Well, again, you must also be careful with revelation and human confirmations and angels appearing to you and all of that. You must be careful because sometimes Satan can orchestrate everything. Give you give you, the revela- give you a, a dream and set somebody up else to confirm it for you just to lead you to a place where you'll be. You know, you'll just get lost. For example, somebody said to me, You know, he had a revelation that God said he was going to be a governor of a particular state. Then he went abroad, and while he was abroad, he was standing in the public square somewhere, and a white woman came to him and prophesied, and said, thus saith the Lord, you will be a governor, blah, 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 blah. So now he has a revelation, he has prophecy, and he even has a white woman that doesn't know him from anywhere confirming, and he believes because of that he's going to be a governor. And he came in the strength of that and wanted to be a governor, and he never worked at all, and he was shattered completely. Now, so you've got to be careful, because sometimes all of those could be your imaginations and satan can take advantage of those and set you up and walk through circumstances and really hurt you you've got to be careful that's why again when they say revelation a vision you must be sure you know it has confirmation from the word of god before you take a step because ultimately the word of god is a lamp onto your feet and a light unto your
2: path
0: another caller hello, hello.
2: hello. hello. Um, yeah. You're causing commotion in the house, the Lord Himself, the So, hello. hello. Yes, welcome to the program. Your name, where are calling from?
3: This is Ivan I'm calling from Abuja. Fire on. Okay. I celebrate you, sir. Um, I want to know what Babu said in um, 1 Thessalonians 5 about praying continually.
0: Okay.
3: Does it mean? When you're sleeping, you're praying, you're you're praying. I mean, what does that literally mean from that text?
0: Pray without season simply means you develop a habit of prayer. You pray all the time. Whenever you have the opportunity, you pray. You know, sometimes you're at work, you have a little space, you go into the bathroom, you pray and come back. Sometimes you're walking, after a short while again, you pray. Could be one minute, could be two minutes. It means practicing the presence of God continually. Every little space you have, you pray. One minute, five minutes, ten minutes, two minutes, one minute. You're conscious of God. You're conscious of his presence. And you keep praying. You just pray from time to time. That's what it means to pray without ceasing.
2: Okay, still traveling around Europe. I have three more anonymous entries there. from. I'll take that, then try to dash to the Americas. This one. Hello, Dr. Damina. If God the Father is Jesus in human form, Whose voice then spoke from heaven during his baptism
0: and transformation? Well, again, remember that Jesus is God who became a man. So Jesus is a God is God who became a man, God who is deity spoke to God who is a man. That's what happened.
2: Another caller. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Your name? Where you calling from?
3: Good evening. Uh, my name is Christian. I'm calling from Uyu. Okay. Um please, are you listening?
2: <laughs> Deafness is not one of our many feelings. Just go ahead.
3: Okay, okay, please. Um sorry. I have um a big Um the challenges I'm having now is that um I was telling myself that when that's my university that I I want to serve God. That was my mission. Then as soon as I finished my service. Then um, I got an opportunity. Somebody called me to come and teach in school, but I was decided that when I go there, I will find I use that opportunity to serve God. But when I realize when I get there, then I did not see an opportunity to serve God anymore, and I'm not comfortable with that. My major problem is that because I I look for opportunity to live the spot that can give me the word of God. But because where I am, the gave me uh, to be a good teacher. I not like know what I want. I am not show anybody that time. It, this is the word of God. So I'm looking for opportunity to get to that and our church. I'm looking for opportunity. Uh, so what you're looking uh, for is an opportunity
0: yeah. to serve God? Yeah.
3: Da,
0: da, da, t- I, are you in aquaibo Yes, in Acquibum. Yes. You are in Uyo. Okay. If you are in Uyo, I would like to encourage you to stop by ninety-eight Waniba Road, even on Sunday. You can come to the first or second service at seven thirty or ten a.m. After the service, look for Mister Ernest. Tell Ernest I asked you to see me, and we could counsel you properly. And help you, you know, find that opportunity where you grow and serve God. Bless you. Okay, I'll take one more
2: call, and then um, it will be a wrap tonight on this edition of the program. But those three anonymous entries I spoke about a moment ago—one now—is small free aid really important for a Christian, Global Baba? Is it good to say God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit? Is it good for women to put on trousers and
0: uncover their hair while in church? Can Jesus be worshipped as God Almighty? That's a lot of questions in one. Well, first of all, there's nothing like prayer in the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. There's only one name given unto us, and that's the name of Jesus, which is above every name. So the name we have for prayer is the name of Jesus. Number two, women wearing trousers or not wearing trousers doesn't change anything. Women covering their head with scarf or not covering their head with scarf doesn't change anything. It depends on the culture of the people because all those things are cultural and the culture that is allowed within that particular place of worship. All right? And then Can
2: Jesus be worshipped as God Almighty?
0: Oh Jesus, yes, Jesus is God Almighty, and we worship Jesus because Jesus is the God who came to us.
2: Another caller, the last one on this edition of the
0: program. Hello.
5: Good evening, Mr. Police, and uh, our able Apostle Paul in our time. Good evening, bless you, Pastor Ebert Damina. Bless you. I thank God for your opening our eyes this time of. So I I bless God. For taking care of you and your family. Amen. Sir, I want to ask a question, sir.
0: Okay.
5: I saw something in the book of John chapter 15, verse 26 and 27. Yes, uh, can you explain that further for all? Because I saw that uh, it said the Holy Spirit will testify about him. And if the Holy Spirit testifies about him, what of way that
0: is preaching, what do we preach? We preach him. The Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus because all the focus is on Jesus. So we preach Jesus. We make Jesus known. The gospel is the gospel of Christ. The message is the message of Christ. So our message is a testimony of Jesus.
2: That's how much calls we can take on this edition of the program. i just round off in a moment. Okay, so Global Baba, this last anonymous entry coming from Europe, says, Hello, my daddy, I've been following your teachings since day one, and my life has changed completely. Daddy, I want to thank you for the gospel that you've bestowed on me. I pray that God bless you richly. Daddy, please, I have a problem. My father is suffering leg problems. The issue started since February 2020. Daddy, please pray
0: for him. Every day looks like the problem gets worse. Father, we ask that that, that person who is asking for his father, supernaturally, we, we receive healing. And we command that body made whole, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. From Europe, uh,
2: Global Bank, we fly in haste to the United States of America. Praise the Lord. So he says, in reference to Romans 5.13, how did God pronounce judgment on the wrongdoers, that is, escape? Since there was no law. And Monica from Oregon in the United States of America. Well, well, wherefore,
0: as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. So, from even Genesis, before, who was he asking of? Um, He was asking Cain. Cain. Even before Cain and Abel, there was already judgment on on Adam. Adam was already judged in Genesis chapter 3. So, even before Cain and Abel, which was even late, Adam was already in the judgment of sin. Because the judgment is in the sin itself. You know, the judgment of sin is in the sin itself. That's why the judgment of sin is death. See, so it's in the sin. You don't even need the law to judge it. There is judgment in the actions called the consequences of sin. Okay, Global Baba. from the Americas. Let's just fly back into Africa. I want us to
2: spend the night in Lome. That is in Togo, West Africa. It says, hello, Global Baba. I'm so much excited and blessed by your teachings. Baba, I follow your teachings and messages. for I've been following for some years now. Before Baba came to Lome, Togo, to clarify the difference in sound doctrinal teachings, please, Lobo Baba, pray for me and my wife, for God to bless us with the fruit of the womb that wants children, chine Meze Jona in Lome, Togo, West Africa.
0: Well, Father, we thank you for this couple. Thank you for their marriage. Thank you for the blessing that is upon their family. Now we speak to their reproductive system, and we command the miracle of childbirth receive it in jesus name amen. amen and with that
2: we come full cycle on this edition of riot life and ask the council tomorrow is another day you can join me any moment now on excel 106.9 fm or if you are outside so it's www.xl 106.9.fm we we'll do business there all the way until 10 and so from here this is michael bush on behalf of producer pastor ij Aquera and the production team Inviting Global
0: Baba, Dr. Abel Damina for benediction. The Intercontinental, what an evening, what a time of fellowship and learning and growing. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you to make sure you also join us tonight on um, Inspiration 9 to 10, Heritage FM 10 to 12 midnight. Tomorrow, don't forget, we're live on uh, uh, Radio 5.11 11 to 1, XLFM 1 to 3. University of Uyo FM 3 to 5, and we're back again on Comfort FM 6 to 8 p.m. tomorrow. It's a blessing to be with you every day and to serve you the grace of God. Like I always say, when I teach you the word, like we're teaching on these very important subjects, why things happen the way they happen, if you have questions, make sure you keep your questions for some time. Let the teaching go on for a while before you start asking questions, because his teaching explains the order. We love you guys and I look forward to seeing all of you tomorrow. And until we come again your way tomorrow, enjoy the grace of God and be blessed. Goodbye from
2: Uyo, Nigeria.
0: Amen.